Thanks for joining us for another God-inspired message from C3 Church Monash. Connect with us online at c3monash.org.au and we hope you enjoy today's message. Um, but it's good. Hey, if I have not met you yet, welcome to our church. This is actually maybe your first Christmas with us and that's good because it's our first Christmas with you as well. Um, and uh, we, we moved to Canberra roughly a year ago, I think now, a couple of weeks ago, and, uh, and, but didn't start coming until February. We wanted to give Pastor Deb and Steve uh, an opportunity to celebrate this season with, with the church that they'd so faithfully pastored. And so uh, we are thrilled to be here again. We'll keep telling you, just so that you know that we mean it. We love Canberra and we love here. And uh, we're so blessed that to be able to celebrate our Lord together in this way. And so uh, I want to just quickly share, uh, and I do mean quickly, um, around what this day should mean for all of us here today and can mean in a new and renewed way for you today. And uh, as I was thinking about what to preach, I was, I was chatting to my pastoral supervisor, Richard Botter, who pastors a great church in Sydney. I said, Pastor Rich, man... Christmas is a funny one when, you, when you're shaping a message. I mean, what more can you say? <laughs> it's like, what am I going to preach on for Christmas this year? And I started thinking about all the things that really are shaped, in, particularly in the Gospel of Luke, of what this moment meant for people. And, of course, we know what it meant for Israel. We, we've heard stories of what it means now for the world. And, but I thought, what did it mean to the individuals? What was happening for these people? And I was particularly thinking of his mum, Mary, this incredible woman who said yes to Jesus. Of all the people that said yes, who would say yes to her son, she was the first. And I I read this narrative of this angel coming to her and informing her that you're going to be with child. And her disposition is your humble servant. Let it be so. I'm like, that's wild. What a woman. What this meant for a woman in this day, I mean, any day and age for a woman to try and explain that she's got a baby and she's not sure what happened and where it came. But put her in the Middle East, in, in Jewish culture, like first century. This is, this is, in a sense, could have been a death sentence. This is certainly a divorce sentence. And then I think of Joseph who took her in and said yes to Jesus. And then this, this story that is unfolding in, in quite a quick pace finds this moment where it pauses and kind of gives us a sense of what's going on for Mary and, and what is happening in her heart. And, and it it's kind of explodes in this eruption of praise in this, in this moment that we, we call the Song of Mary or uh, the Magnificat, which is, you'll see in your Bibles. And it's this really this song that is coming from her heart, expressing what she knows now is happening. She's kind of got an idea, but, but this, this thrill of hope is bubbling up and coming out in song. And so I wanted to read that over us today and encourage us in what this season means to us if we can keep our eyes on Him, if we can remain open to Him. So Mary said in Luke 1 and verse 46, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. I don't know if you've ever had something that moved you from your spirit, from the depth of your soul, where it's not 
coming from this intellectual space of gratitude or, yeah, man, I'm really grateful. And I think the closest we get is when we have that family love where, you know, for parents, even though you, your children may drive you mental sometimes, when you have those moments and you see them and you're like, ah, oh, I'd do anything for them. Pretty much every day. Not really. We have wonderful children. Or for one another or for a dear friend or for each other even in this church. This is the community we want to create where we are moved beyond just something that's surface level. But it goes to something that is deep within our heart. A gratitude for one another that is like spilling from our soul. Well, this is that but on a completely different level. She's kind of caught, I believe, in this moment of this immense gratitude of knowing what Messiah means, what it means to her, but also having this prophetic incense, that instinct, sorry, of what this means for the entire world. Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. And this season gives us many reasons to celebrate. And I think in a way, they're sometimes in competition. We were listening to carols on the way home from a, from a thing the other night and you're getting jingle bells and have yourself a Merry Christmas and I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, which a couple of weeks ago in Canberra might have been true. <laughs> and then other songs that are coming on a holy night. Hark the Herald. And there's these two kind of things and reasons to celebrate. There's these jingle bells and Santa and Christmas and gifts and the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And, you know, it's good to celebrate things around this season and the things that this season is synonymous with. A time with others. Good food. Followed by a well-earned rest. I don't know. They've said that some people believe there's something in turkey meat. That just kind of makes you sleepy. I just think we eat too much and then we're sleepy. We have a food coma. The gifts. And all these things are wonderful and, and reasons to celebrate. But let's not lose sight of the real blessing. I think for our young people here today, I'm sure you're excited with all the gifts you've received and all the blessings you've had. But for us to not lose sight of the real reason we celebrate, that our King, God, Jesus, came to us. That this reality some 2,000 years on from his arrival should cause our hearts to erupt in praise and rejoicing. So I ask us today, do we have a sense of this today? And how strong is this sense? I have to keep catching myself as I'm frantically preparing food yesterday and feeding the masses that are upon arrival and then going, where is Christ in this for me right now? Because I'm telling you, if you want to have a really merry Christmas, if you want today to mean something that goes beyond what you were hoping for, it will not be in... That family member coming who you're a bit nervous about is going to behave themselves today. It's not going to be in that the turkey will not be dry. Praise Jesus. It's good. But that's, that, that won't mean it's going to be a good Christmas. 
Some of you got gifts you're so grateful for. Some of you got gifts that you're looking forward to re-gifting at some point in the future. But that's not what makes this Christmas merry. If we can keep our eyes and our hearts centered on Him, your day will be merry. In fact, every day will be merry because He is the reason for our joy. I urge us all today to stop, slow down regularly today and recognize how truly blessed we are. The creator of the world has looked upon us with great love and has sent his son. And so if we have received him, we have received great joy. We have received unending peace and we have received overwhelming hope. She goes on and says, for the mighty one, is holy and has done great things for me. He shows mercy, I love this, from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. The Lord is holy and mighty. So he's holy, he's pure. And that means a whole bunch of things when we, when we look at that word. But it can also mean that he is undiluted in his purpose. He's not mixed in his motives. You ever receive something from someone and you can't help but think, what do they want in return? God's not like that. You can't give him anything. Yes, he loves our praise. He is certainly worthy of it, but it won't change him. He is the same yesterday, today, forevermore. He is unfathomable, which is good news for us who mess it up all the time, who think we've gone too far. To God, it's not too far because he's not moved by things like that. His holiness is not a thing of him going, oh, I can't be around that. His holiness is that he is so pure, so secure, so undiluted in his love that nothing can move him from that position. So his motive to love us is completely pure. He's not looking for anything more. He's confident and secure. And we can be secure in that, that he only wants good things for us. And he is mighty. As creator and father of all, he is able to do for his creation what we are woefully unable to do for ourselves. And for those who open their hearts today and for every day, and remain open to his leading, we can see him do some mighty things, can't we? I've seen peace in my home and relationships because of him. I've seen constantly his wisdom that guides me to live a full life. And I don't always listen to that wisdom, but it's always there, isn't it? Come with me. Don't say that. Stop thinking that. Turn that off. His wisdom. His hope in this life to hold on to when things seem hopeless. The hope for eternity that brings value, satisfaction and purpose to our everyday. Imagine if you only lived as if tomorrow you're going to die. If you died tomorrow, that's it. Imagine how self-absorbed your life would become. Imagine that you would just truly be living for each day to get as much out of that day because life is short. But we don't have that. We have an eternal perspective, a hope that is eternal that causes every day to live with purpose. 
Who's grateful for that? Very good. Feel free to tell me if you're grateful every now and then. That's good. We have the gift of his love that then guides the way we love, which keeps our relationships in harmony. Isn't that wonderful? We have his healing and provision, things that can only be described as miracles. But more than anything, we have been given the miracle of his daily presence. How good is this? I'm not sure if you understand. How good is this? Hey, people, it's Christmas. How good is this? You're you're like almost there. One more. How good is this? Mary is like overwhelmed. She's screaming out this song. This is what is happening in her heart and this is what can happen for us today that these mighty works are at work within our lives because of his great love for us and it's got nothing to do with our own merit but because of his faithful mercy. (laughs) A mercy that is extended from generation to generation. You know what? I'm fed up of hearing that the world is getting worse. It's getting worse, isn't it? Kids today. Things are happening. Man, if it's getting worse, that's okay. Because his mercy is new to generation after generation after generation. Which much mean, according to Paul, that if sin is railing, if things are getting worse... His mercy and grace is just getting bigger. Nothing can outdo His wonderful mercy for us in this world. We have already won. What Mary is declaring is that game over, devil, it's done. From generation to generation to generation to generation to every situation you can think of when you're watching the news, God has already provided a way out. And that mercy is Jesus. It's not some kind of gift that we can kind of hope that it was going to enter. No, it's a person. His name is Jesus. And he is faithful in his unending love for us. He was faithful to come to us. His faithfulness crescendoed in him dying for us. And through this radical sacrifice, he has resolved the separation from us and God through our sin. And through his resurrection, we are offered a new life in him as we are shaped for an eternal life with him. His faithful promise is here for all who are humble enough to open their lives. And so Mary would go on to say in this song, and it's quite strange, she goes from this praise to then saying how the mighty will be brought down and the humble will be lifted up. But what she's really articulating is a theme that we should not be lost in us, that the Son of God, the King of Kings, came to a lowly servant girl in the form of a baby. Some of the first people that got to witness this event were not politicians and leaders, were shepherds. God gives grace to the humble, but man, he will resist the proud. And what is consistently true in the narrative of Jesus coming into this world and into this and, and his whole life is that for those who were humble, who needed and knew they needed him, they received him. But for those who thought that they were above it, 
They rejected him. And so the good news for us today is that all he requires us to be is open and humble in our hearts. So I'm going to ask our worship team to come and join us as we sing a song one more time together. That's James. You can come. (laughs) Hey, this guy is awesome. Who loves James? So if you didn't know, James is a vet. He's playing here this morning and then straight away having to go back to work. And his poor wife got home at some ridiculous hour this morning and will go to work tonight. But we appreciate you, mate. We really do. So I wonder if we can do this together. In a moment, I'm going to get you to stand. And I want us to sing this with a fresh perspective on what this day actually means. That we would open our hearts afresh to him. But before we do that, can I ask everyone just to close their eyes? We're almost done, kids. You're doing so well. And if you're here and you've actually lost that connection with him, in a way you maybe closed off your heart to him, or you're here and you've never actually opened your life to Jesus, you've never actually said, I I want him to be my God. I want to experience what you're talking about here today. I want to have a sense of peace in him. I want to have a sense of connection with the God who created me. There is only one way into that relationship. His name is Jesus. And all he's asking of you is for you to open your life to him, meaning that you would receive him. The way he said that this looks like, he said that if you believe in your heart and speak with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, he will come into your life. And you get to begin a journey of outworking the reality of that moment where you get to journey with Christ and experience the joy, the peace, the love, the forgiveness, the purpose, and that we get to experience that not just in this life but for eternity. And so before we leave here today on this special day, I want to give everyone an opportunity to actually pray a prayer that invites Christ into our lives. So with every eye closed, if you're here today and you're feeling like, you know what, I need to begin this step today. I need to actually receive Christ. Or maybe I've been away from him and I want to pray a prayer and begin that journey of being reconnected with him. If it's you today, can you just give me a little wave so I can include you in this prayer? Awesome. Who else would say, I just need to recommit my life to him. I need to actually come or or for the first time come into that relationship with him. Let's give you a moment. No one else is looking around. You might be thinking, why are you asking me to lift my hand? There's something about the power of you choosing in this decision and saying, I want him. So if that's you here today, Just say, yeah, that's me. Well, I'm going to pray this prayer and we get to pray this together. And then we're going to stand and sing this song to our King and open our hearts afresh to him. So say this with me, dear God, 
Today, I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for cleansing me. Thank you for healing me. I ask you come into my life. Holy Spirit, lead me in the ways of God. Amen. Awesome. Would you stand with me here this morning? We're going to sing um, a praise his name forever. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Good. And I know there's only a few of us here, and we might be thinking, I wonder what the person next to me thinks about me singing right now. I want you just to not worry about that. And let's give God some glory and some praise here today. Why don't you just let the revelation of Christ just erupt in your heart in praise? So come on, why don't you lead us? Thanks for listening to today's message. If you have any prayer needs, email prayer at c3monash.org.au or connect with us online.